Welcome to today's episode of Frankly Speaking. This is your host, Andrew Powell. Continued research on feed microbial loads and pathogen prevalence has allowed us to not only focus on feed safety as it relates to consumer health, but also via its impact on poultry performance within commercial production systems. In this episode, we join Dr. Enrique Montiel as he presents how bacterial and microbial loads in feed can have a direct impact on poultry health and performance. The, the majority of the diseases that we see in poultry today are of intestinal nature. The microbial contamination also may affect the response of the cheese affected. The immune system will be affected too, and the response to vaccination as well. Um, you, you may have a disease outbreak. I mean, for example, um, again, some salmonella may cause disease. Like recently, salmonella enteritis can cause pericarditis in chickens, or it can cause uh, other salmonella can cause uh, joint uh, infections as well. Uh, you may have pathogenic E. coli. You may have disease outbreaks out of it. Now, the, probably the most important impact of these is that if your intestine is not balanced and you have intestinal health or gut health issues, then that will impact your production parameters, regardless of the type of bird that you have. It may be that it's a thicker version of body weight, it may be uniformity of your layer flocks that directly will impact egg production, it may be the number of eggs, it may be the contamination of those eggs. There can be a variety of things that can be affected. If the microbial contamination of the feed ends up causing um, an intestinal problem. What do we need to know about controlling microbial loads? Uh, there's several different ways how you can control microbial loads. Physical agents like heat or irradiation have been used in, in uh, poultry feeds, organic acids, and you can also use feed sanitizers. And feed sanitizers are probably a direct way where you incorporate a feed sanitizer in your feed and that will decrease the bacteria or the microbial loads of the feed overall. Um, now, why do we say, we say we use a feed sanitizer? A feed sanitizer is a product that is specially formulated to be put in feed. So, there is a lot of publications that talk about the impact of formaldehyde in feed. Um, there's, a, there's a difference in just applying a plain disinfectant in the feed that applying a product that has been specially formulated to incorporate in feed. I will use one example for this, and it's, it is a product, uh, and this is one example, there's more, but a product that is formulated to be incorporated in feed will contain the, the bactericide agent. In this case, is the formaldehyde. Then, besides the formaldehyde, maybe another component for synergistic antimicrobial activity, like in this case, propionic acid to help also with mold and yeast. On top of those two, uh, let's say, uh, microbicidal, uh, like bactericidal, fungicidal agents, then it, there has to be something that helps these compounds getting into the microbes. 
And this is why these third uh, agent terpenes. Terpenes are basically oils, like essential oils, and they will help disrupting the cell wall so your disinfecting agents can penetrate in the cell. On top of that, it needs to contain surfactants. Why? Because this is not enough that the compound penetrates, uh, um, that the compound can kill bacteria. It also has to be able to penetrate the main bacteria. If you put it in feed, on top of having a bactericidal activity, it has to be able to penetrate. And this is why it is very important that it's not just a disinfectant, that it's a product that is designed to be applied in feed. It needs, it needs to have the, the right microbicidal or bactericidal compounds. It has to have a way for these compounds to penetrate, and it also has a way to be incorporated into the matrix if you, we talk about finished feed or we talk about raw materials. It's, it's the same. We use uh, grains, we use meals, we use uh, meat and bone meal, soybean meal, the, whatever you're using them is to be able to penetrate. So the, the effect of these uh, compounds to kill bacteria is well known. Whenever you do an intervention, you need to test to see if the intervention is working or not. One way to test it is to look at the birds, but at the feed mill or at the farm, you can test your feed and make sure it's really eliminated the bacteria you want to eliminate. Now, if we, uh, if we look at the specific uh, bactericidal effect, is one is very easy, is yes or no. You want to know that the salmonella in the feed was eliminated. Now, there is, there is another trend now that is being put in practice in several countries. The United States is one where you don't only look at the uh, yes or no. You look individually at what is the load of salmonella, and you can show a decrease that's considered a benefit. So sometimes you see, in, this is a laboratory experiment in feed, and it's, it's yes or no. If you may increase your salmonella loads and see how much the decrease is. In terms of controlling bacteria, is a very uh, square thing, it's a very black and white. You can quantify and you can tell. There's another way that you can quantify this, and is to see if you can reduce the microbial load in your feed, what kind of impact this is going to have uh, in your birds. So we have done some experiments recently uh, where we apply a feed sanitizer in the feed and then measure the response that it had in the birds under some specific circumstances. We did it in broiler breeders and we did it in broilers. I'm going to show you the broiler here. And the way that was done is that we used a model for challenge with necrotic enteritis in broilers. Uh, we did this experiment with an institution in the United States that is called Colorado Quality Research that they specialize in, in birth studies. Uh, it was a necrotic enteritis challenge. I will explain the, uh, the experimental design. 
But basically what we saw is that by reducing the bacterial load in the feed, we were able to reduce the necrotic enteritis lesions in the broilers. We were able to see that uh, the mortality was also reduced. And we saw that there was an improvement in the performance of those birds when we compare the birds that ate sanitized feed versus the birds that ate the control feed that was not treated. Uh, this is the, the general design, and I, I will walk through with you. Uh, the bars indicate the length of time that the birds consume treated feed. So in treatment number one, the birds ate sanitized feed for 17 days, and from 17 days and on, they ate just plain feed with no treatment. The treatment number two, the whole time, 35 days, they ate sanitized feed. And the group number three, they started eating sanitized feed at 17 days, and consumed sanitized feed all the way to the end of the study at 35 days. The challenge was done at 17 days uh, through the feed. Um, to do the challenge, we stopped the medication in the feed, provide clean feed, and incorporate the challenge, and resume the treatment the following day. So the challenge had time to, uh, to work. Uh, there were two additional groups here. The group number four was untreated and unchallenged is a negative group. And the group number five is the challenge control that didn't get a treatment but received the challenge with Clostridium. And this uh, Clostridium refrigerants is a field strain that was isolated from a field outbreak of necroic dependence. Uh, what we thought in here, uh, if you see here, uh, the challenge was on 17 days where this treatment stopped. We thought if we if the feed is cleaner, then the, the intestine has a better opportunity to develop and it has a better opportunity to resist or to uh, cope with the necrotic enteritis uh, challenge, with the clostridium challenge. Um, it was a large study with a long repetition, uh, about, about 288 births per trip. So here are some of the results. First of all, we analyzed the feed to see what was happening with the feed. We talked about reducing uh, bacteria. You can see the clostridia contamination is not very high, so the, the source of uh, clostridia in the feed was not the cause of the problem. It all came with the challenge that was on at 17 days. Uh, there was a numerical reduction in total bacteria and in clostridia, and there was significant reduction in enterobacteria. When, when we talk about enterobacteria uh, loads, the higher the load of enterobacteria, the higher possibility you have to have salmonella. Even if you don't find it, because finding salmonella feed is not easy. But it, it is important that here, the reduction in enterobacteria was significant. The start in the case that it was statistically significant. So this is the bird that the, the, uh, started diet. If we go to the next diet, uh, the, the grower diet, there was a, a reduction in the in the treated one versus the untreated in terms of enterobacteria and in terms of clostridia. In this group, for example, there was no clostridium at all. So this is the effect of the sanitizer. 
And then in your finisher diet, it was even more notorious. The treated groups didn't have any enterobacteria found or any clostridia found. So it, it is interesting how the decrease in the bacterial loaded feed correlated with the rest of the results. In practical terms, the treatment in the feed was able to reduce the mortality in half that would normally happen in a group with no, no treatment. It didn't eliminate it completely, but it reduced it in half, and that, that's of economic importance. Another important thing here is that uh, when normally, when you have necrotic enteritis, you use treatment to treat the birds. You, you give something that will go to the intestine of the bird and kill your diet. Formaldehyde doesn't reach the intestine of the bird. Formaldehyde is metabolized maybe 60 or 90 seconds after ingestion. So all this benefit is based on the reducing the bacterial loads in the feed because this, this uh, treatment treated the feed, not, not the chicken. There's no time to uh, treat the chicken, and the formaldehyde will not reach the intestine of the chickens. It will be metabolized way before. <clears throat> These are some of the performance. Uh, on the left is the average body weight, and on the right is the feed conversion. Again, one, two, three are the treated birds, and the five is the untreated one challenge. In terms of body weight, you see at least uh, two of the groups were significantly different from the untreated control. In terms of fee conversion, all the three treatment groups were better than the control. So uh, again, remember what I said at the beginning, we're not treating the chicken, we're treating the feed, and the decrease in the bacterial load in the feed is what is causing these results. Normally, I'm saying this over and over because normally, when you think of necrotic enteritis, if you have a problem, you think of treatment. I mean, if you have a problem, what do you do? Well, this is a different approach to it, to say, if you have cleaner feed provided to chickens, that will lead to a better response of the birds when they face the necrotic enteritis uh, challenge in the field. So is, uh, it is to show is not only in terms of lesions and mortality, also the performance improved uh, when the microbial load was uh, low. So why why do we think this benefit was observed? Uh, again, we treated the feed, so we decreased the microbial load, and this led to better protection. Under the conditions of this study, it led to better protection when the birds were challenged with prostheidium. Uh, what we observed, and the birds that ate treated feed had better health, uh, uh, gut health than the ones untreated. And then, according to the results, if this is a cascade of events, the disimproved intestinal integrity led to better performance. And this is how you get, you got better protection against necrotic enteritis, and you also got better performance of these birds, which makes sense because if, if the intestine is balanced, it will be mostly absorbing nutrients. 
even testing this imbalance, there will be inflammation. And when, when the intestine undergoes inflammation, it has to switch the function or share the function. And from absorption, it has to go to defensive mode. And when it goes to defensive mode, there's some energy that needs to be invested in that, that will be taken from absorbing nutrients. So your performance will suffer because of this.